Welcome to the Live Long, Lead Well broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones, and today I'm going to talk about how to know your gifts in 10 minutes. Stay tuned for today's broadcast. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 16. A man's gifts make it room for him and bringeth him before great men. Romans 11:29. For the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. How to know your gifts in 10 minutes. Welcome once again to the Live Long, Lead Well broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones, and that's what we're going to discuss today. How to know your gifts in 10 minutes. You know, one of the things that is very clear from the last scripture that I quoted in Romans 11:29 is that God has given all of us gifts, and he'll never take them back. He will never remove them from our lives They will always be with us. You know, what matters is what we do with our gifts. What matters is if we use them for constructive purposes. What matters is if we understand why the giver has given them to us. And so today, I want to spend a few minutes just helping you to identify the gifts that God has given to us. Now, here's the first key to recognizing your gift. Your gift never leaves you, no matter what state you're in. Now, I want you to think about that. No matter what condition you've ever been in life, your gift has always been with you. It's been with you in the ups and the downs. It's been with you. So think about what capacity, capability has been with you, no matter what state you're in. Now, here's the second thing. Your gift causes you to become angered by an issue that you feel compelled to solve. That's another way of recognizing your gifts. What issue, what problem angers me to the point where I feel somebody has to do something about it? Probably me. Here's number three. Your gift is attached to what men celebrate you for the most. You know, and 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 there's a contrast to that that I'm going to talk about a little bit later. But think about it. For what are you celebrated the most? In what do people recognize you for? You see, that could point to what your unique gifting is. Number four provides a little bit of a contrast to that statement, but both are true. The greatest attacks on your life are typically tied to what you are gifted or designed to change. I'm going to say that again. The greatest attacks on your life are tied to, or they centralize around what your gift is designed to change. Whatever your gift is designed to change, fix, solve, be a remedy, a solution for, typically the greatest attacks of your life have been tied to that particular area. 
So pay attention to that. Here's number five. Your gift makes you exceptional even without having education. You know, I often tell people that what you want to do is educate your gift. But your gift will cause you to be remarkable even without education. I believe the highest and best use of education is to educate yourself in the area that you have really been designed, graced for, gifted in, and can be passionate about. Now, here's number six. Your gift keeps attracting certain kind of people to you. So stop and pay attention. What kind of people are always attracted to you? It, it could point out where you are gifted, what you are gifted in, because your gift has housed within it a certain attraction. Here's number seven. Your gift will never allow you to not care about what it was created to do. You know, it'll be like fire. As Jeremiah said, shut up in your bones. It, it's a There's an innate have to care and have to do in that particular area of your design and or your gift. Now, here's number eight. The more you function in your gift, the closer you feel to the source of it. I'm going to repeat that. The more you function in your gift, the closer you feel to the source of it. There's no greater sense of connectedness to God than when you are functioning according to his intention concerning your life. Here's number nine. You will be hated and or loved for your gifts. I'm going to say it again. You will be hated and or loved for your gift. Now, here's the point. Your gift can solicit some of the strongest emotions from others, whether positive or negative. You know, remember one day, Jesus, the healer, who went about healing all manner of sickness and disease, they were saying, Hosanna, save now, King of the Jews. And the very next day, they were saying, crucify him. So your gift will cause you to be hated or loved. And so there are many times when that contrast exists within the framework and within the sphere of your area of gifting. Now, here's number 10. Your gifts compel men to compensate you for exposure to them. I'm going to say that again. Your gifts compel men to compensate you for exposure to them. In other words, people want to be exposed to whatever it is you are gifted in. You know, if, if you, and this is really number 11, if you function exclusively in your gifts, you will not have enough hours in the day for those who demand some of your time. And that, that ties directly into what I just said at number 10. Your gifts compel men to compensate you for exposure to them. See, these are ways to discover the areas in which 
you are gifted. Now, here's here's the 12th thing I want you to think about. Some people will reject your gifts until problems that they encounter can only be resolved through your gifts. I'm going to say that again. Some people will reject your gifts until the problems they encounter can only be resolved through your gifts. Now, a perfect example of that is the person of Joseph in the Bible. Joseph was a dreamer. He had ideations about his greatness and where he would be eventually placed within the framework of the kingdom. But his brothers hated it for him. They hated him because of these dreams and these ideations he had about great greatness and grandeur. And of course, after a series of events from being dropped into a pit, sold as a slave by his brothers, lied on in Potiphar's house, mistreated, thrown into prison. Eventually, Joseph's gift brought him to exactly what God intended for his life. Now, the, rate, the way that it occurred is that Egypt was experiencing a problem that only Joseph's gift could resolve. And that's when Joseph's ascension to the place that he had dreamed of, been designed by God for and gifted in, was fully realized. Now, those are 12 ways to be able to determine what it is you have been gifted in or what you have been designed for. Now listen, I know you know someone who needs to hear this message. Maybe you know someone who's struggling with an understanding of what their gifts are, their calling is. Do me a favor. Send them this message. Share it with them right now. Don't forget, if you want Dr. Mark Jones to be a part of your next event, give us a call at 813-241-6919, extension 15. You can always find my messages on YouTube at Manifestations Worldwide. And remember, you can find me on Facebook as simply Mark Jones. Until we get together next time, may you live long and lead well.